Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Unglert and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. We got two weeks in a row. Jared and I back together. Uh, might be a new record for 2022. It's pretty good. We're on a good streak. If we do it three times in a row, we're definitely breaking our own record. We're on a good streak. Jared, I've got a question for you. Uh, I got an answer for you. Now that I'm back in America, I've been using TikTok again, and I've noticed that you and Ashley are um, making quite a few TikToks lately. Yeah, we're we're putting some effort into the old talk tick. Um, that was conscious. So the girl who does our social media for Audrey, she's fantastic, Sydney Gordon. So we asked if she could help out with our personal Instagrams and TikTok because we wanted to post more videos on there to be more prevalent because uh, yeah. it will help us selfishly. So we started doing that and uh, we every week she comes over and we just do like seven videos of trending sounds and we come up with ideas and it was really funny. So we just posted this social network one yesterday. I don't know if you saw where it's a scene from the social network with Justin Timberlake. <clears throat> it's uh, in the movie. Justin Timberlake plays um, Sean Parker and it's the first scene that we're introduced to him and there's this back and forth between him and a girl that he ended up sleeping with. And he's like, I'm an entrepreneur. And she's like, well, what was your last uh, preneur? And then he's like, I created an online internet database that helps friends share and download music. And she's like, oh, so like Napster. And he goes, exactly like Napster. <laughs> and she goes, Sean Parker invented Napster. And he's like, nice to meet you. So anyway, we did that sound on TikTok. And it was quite funny because we were talking about what we wanted to do on TikTok. I love movies. I was like, I would love to do movie scenes, movie monologues. And there's a scene, another scene in the social network that we were talking about that I wanted to do. And it's a part where Jesse Eisenberg, who plays Mark Zuckerberg, is in the courtroom and he goes through this monologue about how the other lawyer has the minimal amount of his attention and the rest of his attention is back at the Facebook offices where his people are doing you know, things that nobody in this room can do. So we were looking at that and I'll, and it didn't make sense. So long story short, we were like, okay, let's do something else. And she's like, well, I have this other movie scene randomly that's trending on TikTok that we can do. And she's like, I don't know where it's from, but it's just trending on TikTok. And that was the scene. And it was from Social Network, which was really funny and uh, quite coincidental. Quite a coincidence. Um, that's great that you have someone that can help you do that. Well, do you like the videos? What are you thinking? Are we doing better or worse? Should we... Uh, oh, here we go. There, your no. silence speaks volumes, my friend. I did have a chance to respond. You had Bullsh- literally just finished. You talking. hesitated. Um, I like the videos. They're very, they're very you guys. It's like every time I watch one of the videos, I'm like, yep, that's Ashley and Jared for sure. Uh, especially what was the one, Kalen? Uh, <laughs> when I got back, Kalen was obsessed with this video. The one, the most popular one now, where the guy's like, I like corn. I oh, like yeah. to chew it. I like to eat it. Like that video. Uh, and you guys use the audio for that one. That one is pretty funny. The, the I like to poop. Oh yeah, it, uh, it was very relatable. Um, you know, I love my corn time. I love my poop time. And I love when Ashley's up the on on the outside at the end carrying Lois and Dawson. She's like, it has the juice, as if she wants her poop time. 
Yeah, it's pretty funny. You guys, um, <laughs> you guys did pretty well with that one. Uh, that was the first one that I saw, and then I like clicked on your guys' page, and I was like, "Wow, they've been posting a lot." And some of the videos you guys have posted have gotten like three million. Oh, that one I think got like three million views. You guys are crushing it. Uh, yeah, we've had two that have gone over a million. We're finally at a million likes on TikTok, which is pretty awesome. So thank you for everybody who follows us on TikTok, and it's a lot of uh, videos of Dawson and his adorable face. So continue. So if you don't follow us, please do so. But it's been fun. I mean, it's. It's just like anything, man. It's like, all right, now we got to put effort into it and it's time consuming. And I mean, I'm sure you guys like how frustrated do you guys get at each other when you have to film Instagram videos or ads? Um, well, like at each other or at ourselves or what do you mean? Both. It's just such it's so interesting how I can work a 12 hour shift at Audrey's and, you know, of course, be stressed out. But. I am so much more stressed out if I'm filming an ad for Instagram for an hour and a half. And it's just tension filled because I have to repeat the same lines. You know what it is? It, because it should be so simplistic and yet it's so convoluted and complicated and you want to perfect it. And there's certain things that you have to do in the video. And so Ashley and I just always get like mad, mostly yeah. at ourselves. And then it ends up being at each other. <laughs> I The only thing I ever really get upset about, for lack of a better word, sometimes is... Um, like, and I totally get it. And I always like take a step back and realize that I shouldn't be getting like annoyed by anything is like, let's say Caitlin and I are out doing something and she has to film an ad while we're out doing something. And I'm like, oh, you're taken away from the moment. You know, we're supposed to be having like a nice romantic dinner. And yet here we are having to like take a video or take a photo or whatever it is. And it's such, such a ridiculous thing to complain about because, um, Obviously, it's pretty nice compared to the alternative. Of- I know. And I do the exact same thing, though. Anytime we're out and she either has to film something or post, she's like, okay, tonight, you know, it's my prime time now. I need to post this. Yeah. And it's like, well, damn, we're out like we're out to dinner or we're doing something. She's like, well, yeah. I have to do it. It's work. I'm like, yeah, I guess. Son of a bitch. That's how I am, too. Or yeah. Or she'll like take a picture of me to post on her story. And she's like, what? I got an ad to post and I want to post something before I post the ad. I'm like, okay, I get it. But like, that's not the reason why I want to be on your story. You know, maybe you like just have a, I don't know. I don't know. It's so silly. It's also funny before. Now this hasn't happened since we've had Dawson because we have no time to watch movies. But at night, you know, she usually posts like around eight o'clock at night. So it's like seven o'clock and we're like, hey, you want to watch a movie? She's like, yeah, but just as a heads up, I have to pause the movie halfway in because then I have to post on Instagram. So it'll take about 20 minutes. And I'm like, well, we're not watching a movie then. I can't pause (laughs) movies. I can't do it. I like watching a movie from beginning to end, which is why I like going to the theater because it's the experience. I want the movie to suck me in. I want want the movie to feel like 10 minutes when it's actually two hours. And that is impossible. And I just, I can't, I get into movies, man. And so when a movie is paused halfway through, I'm out. If the movie's paused, I'm like, I just, I just, I don't have the same experience. I'm not going to like it as much. I want to pause there because I have a question with that. I just want to uh, say one thing real quick. I just checked my TikTok and I have almost 2 million likes. So I got you beat. Son of a, what, For now, at least you, I haven't posted, posted at all. Any, at, I haven't posted really anything at all, but I'm trying to get back, not back. I'm trying to build the TikTok because that's what brands are buying these days is TikTok. I know, man. It's not so. easy. Um, my question for you is, uh, what is your opinion of watching movies or TV with subtitles on? Uh, well, is the movie in a different language? Will I not understand it? No, but you know, like how some people love watching like Netflix or something with subtitles on, um, or like, let's say for instance, me personally, I, I hate subtitles. I don't know why people ever use subtitles, but I will use subtitles if, the show like for instance like peaky blinders i have to use subtitles because otherwise i wouldn't be able to understand anything that's going on yeah i'm not down for that i can uh i mean i i now if it's in english i don't want subtitles on i want to just watch it and then i'll understand the movie is supposed to let me understand what i need to understand does that make sense so if there's things that i'm yeah. not understanding because w- the way the dialogue is being read or the way the script was made or how fast paced it is, or so on and so forth, then that is a poor job by the movie. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I understand that. So that makes I, me not uh, like the movie as much. I think I watched one of the Dark Knight movies with subtitles on once, and when there's like whispering or murmuring in the subtitles, you can clearly see what they're saying, but in like audibly, you can't make out what they're saying. And I think to your point, 
You're not supposed to really know exactly what they're saying. Yeah, or the director really wants you to listen intently. You know, uh, there's been stories uh, about David Fincher who intentionally lowers the volume of of his actors' dialogue during certain scenes because he wants the audience to really like kind of lean in and have to really very much focus in order to understand what's going on. Actually, funny story about The Dark Knight Rises, and then we'll move on to dating. By the way, this is what happens when Help I Suck at Dating is only hosted by you and I, and we don't have anybody, a yeah. co-host here to like keep us in line. So I don't hate the co-host, by the way, but I, you know, this is, it just feels like I'm just calling you up and having a chat with you. So yeah, it's this like, is this quite is nice. Maybe my preferred way. Yeah. I agree. I think the sucky daters enjoy this. You know, sometimes it's nice to just go off the rails and talk about other shit. You know, there's only so much about dating you can really talk about, but we will talk yeah. about dating in a second because, you know, that is what we get paid to do. But for The Dark Knight Rises, interestingly Wait, enough, you get paid. Uh, moving on, segueing away. Um, <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises. So I think I've maybe told this story in the podcast before, which tells you how much we talk about movies, but we were talking about dialogue and how sometimes it's really lowered. So the voice of Bane is very headlines my dudes <laughs> sorry producers very upset quick story and then then i'm done I, I promise so bane in the dark knight rises if you guys have seen this movie which you probably have because it, it's made a billion kajillion dollars tom hardy's voice is very difficult to understand it was actually more difficult to understand they did a six minute preview six months before the movie came out it was with mission impossible ghost protocol if you saw mission impossible ghost protocol which came out december before the summer that dark knight rises came out you got to see the opening sequence of the dark knight rises which included bane in that six minutes preview there was so much backlash because nobody could understand what bane was saying because his voice was so <laughs> muffled and dark and and you couldn't un there were so many people that couldn't understand it that warner brothers made christopher nolan go back and actually alter bane's voice a little bit so it was made it wasn't as modulated so they can understand it more a little interesting fact about that anywho maybe we should talk about dating right At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So... I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. 
Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. There is a hot topic that I really am dying to get to, and I have a lot of thoughts, and you know, I don't know if you've read it or not, but it's uh, the headline is of course about Tom Brady, which Brady's going through a thing right now. And I think it's so ridiculous. And I have so many opinions about this. So Giselle Bunchen, this is the headline from people. Giselle Bunchen feels like Tom Brady quote needs to be home for their kids. (sighs) Let me read the article a little bit, give you a little context before um, I rip into this. Giselle feels like it's time for Mr. Brady to be more present at home as his kids are growing older. Brady, who's 45, is, of course, back on the football field with the Buccaneers after he unretired. Now, Giselle, 42, says she would like Brady at more, more at home with their three kids, Vivian, Benjamin, and their stepson, Jack. Quote, from a family standpoint, these are critical years. This is the source, not Giselle, but this is the source close to Giselle. The kids are getting older. Ben is 12. Giselle feels like Tom needs to be home. This is a quote from Giselle. And she says about his return back to the football field. Quote, obviously I have concerns. This is a very violent sport and I have my children and I would like him to be more present. I've definitely had those conversations with him over and over again. But ultimately, I feel that everybody has to make a decision that works for them. He needs to follow his joy too. She goes on to say, I've done my part when referring to raising the children, which is to be there for Tom. I moved to Boston. I focused on creating a cocoon and a loving environment for my children to grow up in and to be there supporting him and his dreams. Okay, Giselle. This man, Tom Brady, is 45 years old. If he plays for another three years, which would be crazy, and I don't think would happen, but say he hypothetically did was like, I want to play for another two or three years. And he played till 47, 48, and then he retired. The man is retiring in his late 40s. Nobody gets to do that unless you're a professional athlete. And luckily for both you and Tom, I'm sure you have plenty of money saved up where once he retires, you don't even have to worry about working ever again. Furthermore, he has that 10-year deal with Fox where he's going to be an announcer, so he's not playing violent sport. So he'll go back to work, he'll get out of the house for a few hours, and then he'll come back and be with the kids. This makes it seem like Tom Brady's a distant father, which is so ridiculous because he's home four, five months out of the year. How long is the offseason? Yes, when football season's around, he's very dedicated to the sport. You know what else, though? He goes to work and then he comes home. You know who else does that? Every single family in the world. Like, I, I sometimes this... I love Giselle and obviously my, you know, I side with Brady on everything, but what she makes it seem like only one of them can work at a time. It's like, Oh, well, if Tom's working, then I can't work. Why? Why are you the only couple in the world that can only have one person working at a time? I, that's wonderful. You want to be with your kids, but I believe and, you know, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong, that you're able to work and spend a lot of time with your family as well. I don't know. What does Giselle do for work? I know she's a big fashion model, but does she still do that? I think she does a ton of things. I think she's a model. I think she's a business. I think she owns a lot of different companies. I'm sure she's an entrepreneur. Um, I'm sure she does a lot, you know, or did a lot. I don't know if she still does. She makes it seem like she doesn't work because she can't because she wants to be home with the kids. But 
So what does she want? She wants Tom to retire and then spend his entire day at home with the kids and then she sh- can go work. I just don't get you. You both can work. Let me ask you this, because I never I had never heard about this up until um, Sunday night football, Buccaneers, Cowboys. And Caitlin and I were watching and she said something along the lines of. Oh, that's Tom Brady, right? And I was like, yes. And she goes, I heard that him and Giselle no longer live in the same house together. And so Kaylin was saying this, who's not even a football fan. Well, she is a, she's, she's wor- she is a football fan. She's not a, she doesn't have her ear to the ground at, in terms of the football sphere, though. Yeah. So she knew she this knows about who Tom Brady, Brady and Giselle. Is. Of course. Wait, oh, she's coming down. I guess I must have misspoke. Uh-oh. But you you said something along the lines of, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying it's crazy that you. So she just said that she said they were just having issues. No, I mean there's been reporting. Heard. Tell but her. That's my point is that you you don't follow football as closely as I do, let's say, and yet here you are knowing more things about Tom Brady than I do. That's what I was kind of surprised about. <clears throat> oh no, no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to misquote you. No, no, no. She we'll tell were, her. She said that they were having issues, which they are, and apparently uh, Jared is very passionate about this. Tell she's her that she's Tom correct. There has there have been reports that I have read that she she moved out of the house as well. Right. So Giselle moved out of the house. Well, we don't we don't know if it's confirmed or not, but we heard reports that she like bounced for a little while to like really show she's Tom. Sick of Tom Brady's crap. How long do you think it is? It's going to be until Kayla moves out of the house for me. Uh, really depends on your me- next adventure. Uh, backpacking over. She'll have two fingers. I don't know if that's two hours or two days or two years. Right now? Maybe that was the peace sign. Maybe she's leaving right now. Yeah, it could be right now. Um, We've been uh, on very different sleep schedules lately because I just got back from Pakistan, obviously. And the first night, what happened the first night? I woke up at like three in the morning and I was just like, was just down on the couch, like working on my computer. And then she came down and she's like, what the hell have you been doing since three in the morning? And then two nights ago, I woke up at like one in the morning and I just started painting the house because we had a bunch of stuff I had to paint. And so I was just going around painting the house. Uh, and then last night, I didn't go to bed until 2 a.m. Because today we're driving to Colorado and uh, we were supposed to leave at 5 a.m. And I didn't go to bed till 2. So now, obviously, we did not necessarily do that. But that's a little bit, uh, sorry, off topic. There. No, that's interesting. Uh, Are you guys going to a Broncos game? We're going to my friends from high school's wedding on tomorrow and then saturday i'm playing golf with ben higgins you know Aww. Ben. you know ben right no i never heard of him <laughs> and then sunday we're going to a broncos game broncos texans it's the matchup of the week everyone uh is excited for the broncos texans i mean you guys better <laughs> win that game obviously you do not lose to houston at home um what's your guys's football schedule this week Oh, well, I mean, uh, both the Pats and the Bucks are playing at one, so I'll be working. So I don't get out usually till about two on Sundays. So I'll, I'll uh, catch the first half at work and then I'll come home and watch it. Oh, but that's right. They play at one Eastern time, which is 10 a.m. Yes, I know. Very Do different. You, I, I was thinking about this actually randomly. I think maybe on what was it maybe Monday night football. I was like, man, I could not imagine living on the East Coast solely because I can't imagine going to bed at like 11.30 p.m. after watching like Monday Night Football or something like that. It's kind of nice, though, because you just like are watching it and then fall asleep immediately as as it ends. You just tip <laughs> over on the couch. It's fantastic. I think the best time to watch football is uh, whatever is it. What are the time zones? Eastern, Pacific, Central. Mountain. Mountain. So maybe Central time. Whatever's, whenever football starts at noon. I think that's yeah. probably the best time because then that's you're true. in bed by 1030. The games are over at 1030. That's literally perfect on a Sunday. I think West Coast is best because Dude, then bad. the games are all over by 9 p.m. And no. then you can like, yeah, 10 a.m. is way too early for football to start. I want Sunday like my ideal Sunday morning. It doesn't happen anymore because I work. But hopefully one day Sundays will be like I get my coffee. Maybe I play nine mm. holes in the morning. It's crisp Ooh. outside. It feels like football yeah. weather. I get home by noon. I shower and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit. I got football for the next yeah. nine hours. I see that. I see what you're saying. And it's funny because you grew up on the East Coast. And so this is just ingrained in your brain. And it's such a foreign idea for me that uh, it's never crossed my mind. But I do agree with you. If you could play golf 
in the morning on Sunday and then get home and still watch from noon to 11 p.m. football, that's pretty gosh darn. So yeah, that's a special day right there. It's better than sex. That's something that uh, Giselle maybe wouldn't appreciate very much, but I know that uh, Tom Brady and his fans would. Yeah, do you have any um, thoughts on this scenario? I mean, I, I, yeah, if we're talking about the I macro, mean, it's about like balancing work and relationships, even though I think that's all BS right now because there's no reason for Tom and Giselle to have to balance work life right now. Like They could do whatever they want. Let Tom play football for the next two years or however long he wants to play. He's still going to retire. He's still going to be at home. It's like, good God. I think it's so when you were reading it or summarizing it, the thing that really stuck out to me was Giselle saying something along the lines of um, Tom Brady going out and chasing his dreams. And the way that it was brought up, it sounded like she was saying like, oh, Tom's just going out and chasing these silly dreams of his as if kind of like diminishing the crazy stuff that he's done. Like he's already the greatest of all time. And and here and the thing with it too, like if he retired at the end of this year, if he retired tomorrow, he still would be considered the greatest of all time. So like, what else do you have to prove? I could see that side of it. Um, but if Tom Brady could play until he was forty eight, like maybe win one more Super Bowl, maybe win two more Super Bowls, like, and then have the rest of your lives to be happy and like insanely wealthy and beautiful and raise your kids and all this stuff. I just think with how much time Tom Brady potentially has left, Giselle should let him navigate that on his own. And she shouldn't be a force pulling him away from football. He should be pulled away from football on his own, you know? Yeah, and of course, as you get older in life, there's probably more sacrifices he needs to make. He's not in his early 20s where he can just be solely focused on football. You know, of course, there's games for his kids that he wants to go to or dances or, you know, family affairs together that they want to go to. And, of, I, you know, listen, if Tom is saying, no, I don't want to go to any of those, I just want to play football, then, of course, yeah. yes, there's an issue. I don't feel that's the case, seeing how he just took 11 days off of training camp to figure mm. out something within his family. Nobody still knows what the hell that was all about. But yeah. it does, like, it feels like he's still with his family all the time. He spends a lot of time with them, and he just also works, you know, a, a lot half the year. You know, also, there's, Kayla, there's a lot of people out there that would take that immediately. Be like, oh, I get my Kayla husband saying, home for five months. Yeah, right. 100% uh, attention. <clears throat> Kaylin was also saying that Giselle was saying she wished she had more help from Tom. And I was kind of like, well, aren't they super rich? Can't they just like hire someone to help with the kids? Yeah. I just don't understand. I mean, I, of course, you want your kids to be raised by their father, not some like au pair or whoever it is. But um, it just seems, I don't know, it's... It seems like it's probably being overreported. I bet you it's not as big of a deal as it really is. I disagree. It's just TMZ like spinning it. Oh, you really? I think it's a very big deal. I've I think Brady looks terrible, and I think it's because Brady Brady looks sad, man. He looks depressed. Like there is something hmm. going on in his life right now. That's why I give a lot of validation to these reports. Plus, whenever there's smoke, there's fire, and there's been so much smoke about this as of late that like there's a divorce, or they're in a bad place, or she's really pissed off. He's still playing football. So I definitely believe in the reporting. Not to mention, here's a little side fact. I'll tell you how much I know Tom Brady. So watching Sunday Night Football, he always gives a post-game interview, not at the podium, but on the field to like whenever the Sunday Night Football reporter is. And then every single time he does this, he always ends the interview with, I just want to say hi to my family, my wife, my mom, I love you, my kids. Um, like, I'll, I'll see you guys soon. He, oh, I'm not joking. There's like YouTube compilations of this. He always does this. I was waiting to hear it on Sunday because they played Sunday Night Football against the Cowboys. He was doing his post-game interview and I know that he always says these things. So I was like, I want to see, I want to hear it. I want to hear him say, I just want to say hi to my wife, my kids, because, you know, there's obviously been a lot of reports. Dude, the interview ended and she was like, thanks, Tom. And he goes, thank you very much and walked away he didn't say it this time and i was like oh my god that because mm. he all dude i'm not joking he always takes a second to say hey i just want to say hi to my my wife my kids i love you very much like go to bed mm. something like that and he didn't do it this sunday and he's aware there's nobody more aware of tom brady's image than tom brady and so he knows mm. all the reports that are going on he knows that there's a lot of reports that there's tension between him and giselle so if he wanted to put these reports to bed and say, no, it's being blown out of proportion, we're actually doing just fine, he would do the things he usually does, which is, I want to say hi to my wife, I love you very much, and he didn't do it. And it was definitely 
he definitely did it intentionally. How do you think this affects uh, LeBron's legacy? LeBron? Where the hell did we get this from? Do you ever see those comments on ESPN where it's like they're talking about like women's college volleyball and people are always like, how does this affect LeBron's legacy? Oh, yeah. Always back to the LeBron. Anyway, that's my thought on Tom Brady. Do you have any finishing thoughts or should we move on to the next hot topic? Uh, finishing thoughts, Tom Brady. Um, nope, no finishing thoughts. I like him as a person. It's hard for me to say that because he's beat us so many times in football. But you guys have you know, also gotta, beat him a lot. Yeah, we beat him a couple times. But you got to respect that. You got to respect the the greatness that he has. That's kind of, same with LeBron. I hated LeBron when he first came into the NBA. Now I really respect him. I think he's one of the best athletes in the history of the world. Same with Tom Brady. So um, I hope they figure it out. I don't know. Who I knows? hope so too. I just, my thing is, it's like, like you said, he's going to retire at 46. That's still 20 years earlier than like the standard in America to retire. And he's going to retire with probably a thousand times more money than the normal person retires with in America. Like the situation is really good. And yeah. to, to, to like co- compile it to make it seem really bad is um, I get it. Like they've, they've come from such a life of like, liberties and luxuries and stuff where they can just basically take whatever they want and right now Giselle wants Tom Brady to be around more and that's the one thing Tom Brady can't like literally the one thing Tom Brady can't do is be around more like time is the most valuable resource for him right now and he can't offer that to her so I get it I get where they're both coming from but it's like the guy is you know if he's 46 and playing quarterback in the NFL, that in and of itself is a feat. He was the first 45-year-old to ever start an NFL game on on last week, right? Like, that's insane. And he still is going to be, like, one of the people contending for an MVP this year. That's insane. When Brett Favre it was playing insane. at the end of his career, he was, like, 42 playing for Minnesota, I think. And he was, he was 40. awful. And he was so bad. Well, he had that, he, he had that one good year, and then he sucked afterwards. Yeah, I know he's fine. Like he had flashes of brilliance and stuff, but Tom Brady consistently is like the be- like top three best quarterback in the league. And it's just it's crazy to me that uh, someone is trying to take that away from us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Agreed. Like, Giselle's trying to take that away from us. Uh, yeah, it's just it's it's not. You know, I wish the best, but uh, I gotta if you know, I I want to choose whatever option is uh, the option that Brady still plays. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much. With Pappy, he just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him... And we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So 
I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I didn't realize, Dean, Deanie Babies, yeah. that there was a hot topic about you. Yeah, I thought that's the first one you were going to bring up. Uh, I didn't see the Tom Brady one, so thanks for letting us get our vocal cords warm. Do you want me to read this or do you want to read this? Well, you read the one about Tom Brady, so I guess I can read the one about Kaylin. Yeah, I feel like it's appropriate if uh, you just, it really comes from the horse's mouth from the beginning. Yeah, let's see. So uh, she's probably going to overhear me and come down at some point. Can't um, wait. It's going to make the pod podcast even better. So here is the headline in our email. It says, Kaylin Miller Keys reveals she and Dean might elope. We just want to focus on our love via people. Um, I actually haven't read this or heard about this. So let me just go ahead and, and give a quick synopsis. Can't wait. For all my synopsis sisters and brothers out there. Uh, so she was in New York Fashion Week in New York. For the week, she was uh, at week. New York Fashion Week in, <laughs> in New, New York. York. Thank you. Where where they had a fashion week, and uh, okay. hey, Kaylin, can you actually summarize this for me? So we're talking about this headline. Kaylin reveals she and Dean might elope. We just want to focus on our love. Yeah, can you come to, uh, to it into the microphone? Yeah, I'm gonna. Kaylin just got out of the shower, so I'm just gonna move the microphone over here out of frame. But don't worry, we'll still be here. I basically just recapped everything that you said on this podcast and I shouted out help I suck at dating, but they cut it out of the article, which is kind of annoying. But I said everything that you've already said on here. But people oh, cutting okay. us out. So, so was there any specifics? Uh, I've got a whole article here. It's like a whole big paragraph. I could read it or I would just rather hear it from you. Yeah. I mean, she asked me about the track and I was like, basically told her, I don't believe in engagement rings and, the man fully paying for it if it's something that I'm wearing. So I want to buy him a truck. That was our compromise. And then she asked about the wedding. Have I started wedding planning? And I was like, absolutely not. We're not even engaged yet. So yeah. And then she also asked where we're getting married. She just asked a lot of like marriage related questions, but I was like, we're not engaged. We're focusing on the engagement, but we do want to elope. And I talked about your brother's wedding and how it was just focused on their love. And I, that's what I want our wedding to be. All right, so there you have it. That's the the basic gist of what she said in this interview. And for the record, we're splitting the truck. I mean, you, you maybe paid like sixty percent of it. I'm paying the other forty percent. Yeah. Of so it. what? What's you said for the record? Okay, what's the record? Who's paying for the truck? Uh, sixty forty. Kaylin paid the down payment, and I pay everything else. No. no. I did the math. I just did the math in my head. It's sixty forty. I, I, I it believe be Kaylin's maybe math. Sixty three thirty seven. <laughs> Um, uh, we got the truck. The truck is beautiful. It's a very practical gift. Kaylin and I plan on starting a real estate empire here pretty soon. Love it. And with that comes a lot of, you know, home renovation stuff. So we'll have the lumber. truck to be able to do a lot of that stuff. A lot of lumber. Um, so that's exciting. Kaylin knows that she has the ring. Uh, I just have the stone for it at this moment. And I'm, I'm actually, I, I could use your advice on this situation. So I have the stone. Uh, just the stone. I don't have it mounted in a ring yet, okay. like in a, in a mount or whatever. And part of me is like, well, I want Kaylin to to do the mounting because I got the stone and I got what she wanted, but I, I don't want to mount it in something that she doesn't like. You know what I mean? And I don't want her to have to wear a, a mount that she 
wishes was something else. And so she took it to New York with her to bring to one of her designers to get mounted. And she called me right before she walked into the store. And then I was like, well, no, let me design it and mount it for you because I want there to be at least be some excitement and some romance in in that. You know what I mean? Like when I deliver the ring to her and I ask her that question, I want her to at least have some surprise with the ring finally put all together. And my question for you, I guess it would, it would be different for you because you did it on Bachelor. Yeah. But but how did you go about picking out the design for the ring? Uh, I talked to Ashley's sister, Lauren, and she gave me a lot of the down low of what type of ring Ashley would like. And I already somewhat knew just from knowing Ashley so well what her tastes were. And... um talking to bachelor i said this is kind of you know the ring i want and then we went back and forth about you know the way it looks and then they actually gave me advice because initially i wanted no halo which is like the little Mm -hmm. diamonds that circle around the big diamond and then the producers were like we think you're gonna want a halo like just judging but like we see the ring we're talking to neil like we're gonna make the ring you want but we're really thinking the halo, it's going to look better with the halo. And so mm. I got it with the halo, which worked out because Ashley, I knew never wanted a halo, but now huh. after she got the ring, she was like, thank God I got the halo. Cause I wouldn't have liked it as much without it. So I was like, huh? Really? Interesting. Um, I think for you, you should design it and mount it because I think, um, as wonderful as it is that of course you want Kaylin to wear something that she loves because she's going to wear it every single day, I think there's also something to love about the imperfections of it because you created it, if that makes mm. sense. I don't know if yeah. that's what she'd like, but even if it was like a little bit... First of all, I think you're going to create a, a mounted beautiful ring, so I, I think she's going to love it for that. But then secondly, I think the fact that you designed it and you mounted it and put it together just adds a special layer to it that wouldn't be there had you not done it. And I think that special layer outweighs, you know, any type of like perfect ring that Kaylin can come up with. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I'm actually looking at Ashley's ring on the internet right now. It's very pretty. And it's definitely something that I would, I would never walk into a jewelry store, like with the knowledge that this is what I should get because this like ring design is so foreign to me as it is to most men, I'm sure. Like the halo, I can clearly see what you're talking about with the halo. And I like the halo. Yeah. I, I'm i worried that the ring that I end up mounting for her, because like I was thinking it's just going to be the stone with like a nice delicate gold band because she's kind of like a minimalist jewelry approach to it. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of like Ashley's. It's pretty. Yeah. Ashley's is beautiful. I like it's called a princess cut, her diamond. Uh, something else I learned uh, that, you know, she wanted and bachelor was like neil lane was like i could do a princess cut easy i was like that's fantastic but there's a lot of rings out there that don't have any type of halo or are more not even simplistic i shouldn't say that because i'm sure the ring you're buying is very expensive um but um yeah just because it's it's like not as intricate doesn't mean that it's not any less valuable or wonderful I wish that uh, Bachelor would hit me up and say, hey, do you want to propose on the show? And then they would give me a free ring. Dude, there's no way they hadn't at least inquired. Um, they haven't. They, I don't think they really like me very much. They love you very much. And <gasps> if you, dude, if you reached out and said, hey, I want to propose on the show, they would do it in a heart. Well, not anymore because Paradise already filmed. But if you wanted to wait till next June, dude, you could have a, whole, a free ring in no time. Can I get you to chime in? I just sent uh, a URL in the chat. It's not this ring specifically, but it, like this design is kind of what I was going to do. Oh, shit. I'm very excited design, to but... see this. Wow. This is a big... Th- I feel like this is a big moment for me. I'm going to see the, <laughs> the ring. Oh, well, yeah, this dude, isn't It's the ring. gorgeous. This, is, this isn't the ring. This is just something I Googled. Like I Googled the cut of stone and then like minimalist after it, and it would look something like that. <laughs> minimalist. Um, yeah. Ye- I mean, dude, it's it's freaking gorgeous. I mean, I don't know. Kalen would, I can't imagine Kalen wouldn't love that. I think that's very much of a Kalen ring, you know, yeah. Ashley's more like you know glammy, what? you know? So yeah. that would make sense for, you know, Ashley to have like, a, this is like, this is very much Kalen 
Kaylin's not, of course, Ashley's a natural beauty, but like Kaylin's very just like. She's minimalist. Yeah, she's minimalist. Like Ashley, you know, I mean, she's very open about how like she spends four hours on, you know, her skincare or makeup a day or like that. So I was telling Kaylin, I think the ring or the stone I got her is too big. And I think that's going to be really gaudy looking. (laughs) And she said and she responded with saying, no, she just she holds sometimes the stone just over her finger for hours at a time. Um, and it's not too big, I guess. But looking at some of these pictures of these emerald cut diamonds, which is the same emerald cut that I got for her. Uh, it, I don't know. I can't. I just couldn't imagine wearing a big, expensive ring on my finger 100% of the time. Well, I, my piece of advice would be if you have the option between getting a smaller stone or a bigger stone, you, I would advise to get the bigger stone. <laughs> if that makes... Because... You don't want to get a ring and then put it on Kaylin's finger and say, oh, it actually kind of looks small. I was wrong. <sighs> You'd rather put a ring on her finger and say, oh, wow, this is a little bit big. Because then you can add a band and like you can do things. A small, you know, because what are you going to do? Buy her a new ring if you think it's too small? That's a good point. Uh, another question for you is what is the um, wedding band process like? Because Kaylin was like, well, do you want to get my wedding band designed at the same time as my engagement ring? And my response was, I literally never even crossed my mind anything about a wedding band. I know, dude. I I didn't even know there was a wedding band. I got to be honest. I just thought I got the wedding band. And they're like, no, a woman gets a wedding band too. She puts that on her finger along with her engagement ring. And I'm like, how many things do 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 we need in order to just like sign the paperwork and say we're married? And half of your shit is mine. No, that's a that's a <laughs> that's not a marriage. That's a what am I thinking of? What do you sign? Prenup. Prenup, prenuptial yeah. agreement. Um, yeah, uh, we, again, it was very simplistic for us because everything was through Neil Lane. So, you know, after we got engaged, you know, we went to Neil Lane and, and uh, you know, I started looking at wedding bands and then she looked at a wedding band for her and that's how we did it. So, I mean, you just go to a store, you, whatever store you buy this from, you go back and you say, okay, now we need to get, you know, the, the wedding bands. I need one and she needs one. And then you spend yeah, more true. money. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. 
Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty, beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Back to uh, the whole topic of this article. Sorry for all the tangents here. She's no, so fantastic. The big headline grabber here was her saying, we just want to focus on our love and we might elope. Uh, I don't think she said we might elope, but she just said something about focusing on our love. Is there ever a moment where you wish that you guys had eloped? Um, no, I don't think so. Because we were very lucky you got to experience it with us where our wedding day our wedding weekend, the entire time planning the wedding was some of the best memories of my life. Um, so I would never want to change that by eloping. Um, yeah, I understand the appeal of eloping. I uh, understand the appeal of keeping it simple and just about us and really personalize it. Um, but I think for Ashley and I, because we loved our wedding so much, and, and not even just like the wedding itself, of course, but I think when I think back upon that day or that weekend, I always think that was the only time those people are ever going to be in the same room again. That's it. Mm. They'll like, you know, they'll never, there are people in that room that spent time together that became close over that weekend that will never see each other again. And, um, oh, that's Easton said my funeral. Well, hopefully I'm, I, well, I don't want to die before everybody else. That would suck. Everybody Who goes to my funeral. Who was the girl that I walked down the aisle with at the wedding? Courtney. Dude, she talks about you all yeah. day. Every, every day, I'm yeah. pretty sure your name leaves her mouth at least once a day. And that experience, me and Courtney never would have had that experience had it not been for you guys getting married. So yeah. And you'll probably never talk to Courtney again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just that's the way life works. Right, right. Except for at your funeral, maybe, I guess. Yeah, maybe at my funeral. Hopefully, you guys will both show up. Um, But, yeah, it just makes me think about, you know, because I've, Ashley and I have always felt like this, that sometimes that we that we live two lives almost where we have our bachelor life that we're so close with and we love so many people from and it's very much a family and then we have our real family that, you know, is, is kind of separate from bachelor and the fact that those two got to blend together for a night for a weekend is something I would never change. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that because, you know, people have their work family and then they have their home family and then they don't ever cross over because, you know, just schedules and everybody's got things going on unless you have like a big event like a wedding or a funeral uh, where it brings people together. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Uh, it's it, it, I don't know. I know that we've talked about it quite a bit on this podcast, like what we're going to do. And I guess the, what I've come to realize is that a, an elopement is typically the guy getting what he wants and a, a wedding is typically what the girl getting what she wants. Because from what I've gathered through the internet, I guess is eloping. Like no girl ever dreams of an elopement when they're a child. You know, every girl dreams of having their wedding with all their friends there and all that kind of stuff. Um, no one ever really dreams of just running away, getting married, I guess. So I don't know if that's what we'll do, but we'll see. Well, I think you can make an elopement very romantic you know, it doesn't have to. I think people like yeah. would it be considered an elopement? Well, here let me let me start with this. What is the technical definition of getting eloped? Um, that's a really good question. I'll give you the te technical definition right now. Because is it just going to the courtroom? Is that getting eloped? Because what if you it's just a, have like a private ceremony between you and like very, or just like a few of your friends? Would that be getting eloped? It's to run away secretly with the intention of getting married, usually without parental consent. Well, so, that's not what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really what I was thinking either. I thought it was just kind of like, 
foregoing the traditional uh, way of having a wedding and going to like Italy or something and just getting married real quick. Yeah, my point being is that I think eloping is a vague definition. So I think right. like if you were like, hey, let's invite a few of you know the, our closest people that we love, like 10 people to the beach this Saturday where we get married in like a very small ceremony, is that getting eloped? Because I would I think, think it so. is, and that's so I romantic. That w- I don't think that would fall under the category of elopement. So, but you have to have witnesses, don't you? So somebody's got to go to your wedding, even if you get eloped. Or no, maybe, maybe just like the people in the courtroom are the witnesses. The the pastor or the whoever is the one that does it. I don't. I don't know. know. Who the heck knows? I guess the point is, we still. Uh, I mean, obviously, why would we have anything planned? We're not even freaking engaged yet. I'm, I've been wondering, um, Kaylin and I have both agreed to propose to each other, and I obviously know what I'm going to do, but I'm still wondering what the heck she's going to do. She seems very convinced that she's going to do it before me. Will you be disappointed if she proposes before you? I would be a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I would be. But I don't think she's going to. Um, we've talked about it a little bit, and she seems to think that because I haven't gotten the ring mounted yet that she is a hundred percent certain that she's going to do it before me but i don't think so because i don't i i don't have anything in my in my calendar blocked for any type of thing that i think that she would do for me well that you know of i mean what if she's been able to talk to this podcast and has been Uh, like i need dean to think that he's actually recording and then what's going to happen is that I'm going to walk in. Maybe she contacted, yeah. like, maybe it's a golf outing. You think you're going golfing and then all of a sudden you turn on the 17th and then there's Kaylin on the green. I don't think that'd be a good idea. I think that'd be pretty, I'd be pretty upset about that. I'd be like, well, I just want to golf though. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, babe, that's great and I love you and of course I'm going to say yes, but can I finish the 18? Oh, could you imagine getting proposed to on a podcast? No, thank you. I know. Yeah, didn't Caitlin and Jason do that? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was that was a f- pretty fitting way for them to get engaged. Um, oh, but perfect way. I, not for me, but it's for them, and it's not supposed to be for me. Why the heck would it be for me? I'm really happy for them. Um, if Ashley were to propose to you, how do you think she would do it? She would definitely incorporate movies, probably. Um, you know, I saw one engagement years ago where a guy created a fake trailer and he had his girlfriend in the movie theater. He was able to work it out with the theater and they started playing the trailer on the screen and she, it was in a, so it, dude, it was quite intricate and so awesome. And I think Ashley would do something like this where she went with her friends, her friends intentionally made her late to the movie. So they walked into the theater where it was already pitch black. So she couldn't see anything. They found mm-hmm. seats like in the middle. They were like, okay, perfect. These seats are still available. So they sit down, trailers start playing, and then a, a trailer pops up and it looks like a homemade video. And it's like this guy with a hood on, you can't see him. And it's like, in a quest to find love and da da da. And it's like following. And then all of a sudden she realizes, she's like, wait a minute, like that, I know that place. And I know that place. And then you find out that it's this her fiance, like going through, like he's going through all these obstacles to try to get the woman he loves, blah, 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 blah. And then she realizes kind of what's going on. Then there's a live camera at the last shot and it's him walking into the theater. And then he walks into the theater. He proposes, the lights come up and it's all of her friends and family in the theater. Hmm. And that she didn't notice because the, the theater was pitch black when she first walked in. Would you say that a proposal like that do you think that they did it for the internet likes more so than they did for the love of each other? Or maybe just the uh, joining of the two in a bit? I don't know. I guess you could say that about anything. Did Ashley and I get proposed proposed on Bachelor in Paradise for the clout or for our love? Like, you know. Well, not both. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we're going to get engaged, let's get some Instagram followers while we're at it. Yeah, and get a free ring, too, you lucky son of a gun. Well, that was the big one. Honestly, dude, I was bartending at the time, and I was like, Ashley, you know mm-hmm. you know Ashley. She's very um, high maintenance. So I was like, <laughs> I'm never going to be able to afford a ring for Ashley that she's going to love. And then, of course, Bachelor yeah. called and was like, would you want to propose? And I was like, yeah, I do. Get a free ring, baby. Yeah. 
And it all worked out and the rest is history. And it all worked out. Well, I think that's probably going to do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating, right? Did we touch on all the things we wanted to touch on? Yeah, there was also Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid are rumored to start dating, which is pretty crazy that Tyler Cameron's ex-girlfriend is now dating DiCaprio. That's pretty good. But uh, we don't really need to talk about that. I don't know why it's such a big deal. I mean, I guess because anytime DiCaprio's in a relationship or out of a relationship, it's it's headlines. So yeah, he's dating Gigi Hadid, but she's 27, so she's a little old for him. Two years older than his uh, than his supposed limit. So I know. Well, for, he's growing. He's growing. He's finally maturing. Yeah, he's yes. finally growing a little bit. That's really good. We're seeing it right in front of our eyes. So. Yeah, he must be listening Tom, to help us like a dating. Maybe him and Giselle will date at some point after Giselle dumps Tom. <laughs> as long as Tom's still playing, <laughs> I, that's all I care about. Do you think? Do you think there's any possibility? Let's say, like in six years where they just decide mutually to call it quits. And Tom's like, you know what? Now that I'm single, I'm going back to the NFL. He's 51 years old. He hasn't played in four years, but he's got nothing else. So why not just go back and play quarterback for the uh, the Toronto Argonauts or something like that, the new expansion team in the NFL? The one thing I've learned in my experience of rooting for Tom Brady for over 20 years is that you never bet against that man to do anything. So sure, yeah. why not? Yeah, he can come back when he's 60. Who the hell knows? You know what? I actually kind of feel sorry for uh, for you guys, for you guys being Tom Brady fans, because like you said, 20 years, it really just kind of struck a chord. More than 20 years, 22 years, whatever it is. 2001, exactly what it 21 is. years. You guys have lived so much of your life, a majority of your life, supporting this guy's quest in football. And yeah. I, can't, I can't imagine the pain you're going to feel when that is now over. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with myself. It's, I only have known sports with Tom Brady. I mean, when I was a kid, but I was 12 years old. Like, I don't remember too much about sports before that. And yeah. uh, so he came into my life in such an influential part. And then like, dude, it's crazy, man. He was my favorite athlete as a kid. He was my favorite athlete in high school. He was my favorite athlete in my 20s. And now as a grown adult, a father at 33 years old, he's still my favorite athlete. It's it's yeah. insane. So, yeah, I don't know what the hell. I mean, people are like, people ask why I'm so invested in this man's life. Oh, I don't know. He's been a huge part of my life for 20 years. Like, you know, when you talk about dads, like everybody has that athlete that's, you know, a, a guy or, or a dad or something, you know, where it's like, oh, Wayne Gretzky, like, oh, Jordan or oh, Larry Bird. Yeah. And it's like, dude, all those guys played for so long and they were so awesome and they were the best, but they played for like 10 maybe 12 years, Brady, yeah. d double that investment level, and then you have what I have with Brady. Right. So, I mean, like I said, I don't know what you're going to do when that retirement ultimately ends up coming. I don't know either. I think it's I think it's happening after this year. I think it's all done. It's all said. Do you done. have a... I th you know what? I would say you're right, but like you said, you can never count Brady out. And Can't count him out. And like we were kind of mentioning earlier, he still is playing at such a high level. You know, physically, he could play one to two to three more years, maybe more. Who the, who the hell knows? Especially, I, mean, I don't think he, I don't think he was hit a single time in that Cowboys game. And the Cowboys have a pretty good defense, so it's like if he's not getting hit, they're winning games. Why wouldn't you? Except for the obviously the pressure from home. Um, I was gonna say. Oh, I was gonna ask actually. Once Tom Brady ends up uh, leaving the football sphere, what's, wh who's your fallback uh, favorite athlete going to be? Well, I mean, I'll still, I mean, I always still root for the Pats. Obviously, I love the Pats. As a favorite athlete in all four sports, who is my number two right now? I love Patrice Bergeron for the Bruins. Um, Xander Bogarts, I'm praying that he stays with the Red Sox. Probably one of those guys. And then I'll always like, you know, I don't know. I mean, this pay, you know, Mac Jones is obviously good. I like him, even though people are overrating him, but he's still good. I yeah. like him. Anywho, the, the people do not want to hear this. I promise you. Poor people. Uh, anybody who's still listening to this podcast, thank you because you're a true fan. Mm. Thank you for helping me um, afford Kalen's engagement ring because Seriously. by listening to this podcast, that's all you're basically doing. Not all you're doing. You're obviously being thoroughly entertained for obviously. the past. Uh, the hour or so so that's really great uh but but yeah appreciate that because i don't have the luxury of bachelor producers pay, paying for my ring 
You son of a bitch. Just call, man. They'll have you on in two seconds. Uh, that will do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Uh, make sure you tune in next week where hopefully we all suck just a little less. Follow Help I Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. So you can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.